found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday. This the seventh day of December. This is Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. 80 years ago today that occurred. Can you imagine? You know how... I remember you and I will never forget 9-11. Right. We were together yeah. that morning yeah. watching things unfold. And I can't imagine the news. Of course, back then, and it was radio, mm-hmm. you know, and everything was delayed for a while before you got your information. Right. And to receive word that uh, the Japanese had attacked Pearl Harbor had to be just devastating. Sure. Sure. To hear, you know. And um, I can't imagine, 80 years mm-hmm. that's been. So we're looking at these veterans. I saw a um, last surviving veteran in Indiana from um, Pearl Harbor. Oh, really? Turning 100. <laughs> wow. And it, it's just um, just an amazing thought back then, that um, history. So even at the end of that war, which would be 75 years, roughly, because you got to progress at least five ahead and mm-hmm. officially ended in August of 45 with Japan. So, you know, even those veterans are, you know, even if they were fibbing kids that got in the military, and why on earth you do that at 15 or 16 is beyond me, but they did. I mean, think about it. No, they, they yeah, they did. They were... They'd still be, yeah, you know, up there in age. So, uh, surprise attack. This is from history.com. Okay. It's uh, just before 8 a.m., December 7th, 1941. It was Sunday morning. Yeah. So, again, you're not, you know, yeah, leisurely paid. you got to figure yeah. how quiet everything oh, was, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. just probably not a lot going on, no. you know. Um. Have you seen the movie Pearl Harbor? Yes. Terrible movie. Yeah. But the scene where, where yeah. Japan attacks is phenomenal. Yeah. It really is. Um, just before 8 a.m., uh, hundreds of Japanese fighter planes descended on the base where they managed to destroy or damage nearly 20 American naval vessels, including eight battleships and over 300 airplanes. More than 2,400 Americans died in the attack, including civilians, and another 1,000 people were wounded. The day after the assault, President Franklin D. Roosevelt asked Congress to uh, declare war on Japan. And, of course, that speech that uh, we never forget yeah. from President Roosevelt. Yeah, well, living in yeah. You know, I, when I was in Florida back in April, it was pretty close to an airport. Yeah. Okay. So virtually every day, I think they had a... Uh, a training facility there for folks and uh, they used a propeller airplane. It was a pretty good size, you know, mm-hmm. but I know how it sounded when I'm laying there along the pool and I hear that lone plane. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine hundreds of those, how that would have sounded. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'd just be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And they're coming in low. People are looking up. They're seeing them. Yeah. Because they're not that high. No. They're probably even making eye contact. More than likely. And identifying all of a sudden, hey, that's a big red sun on that thing. Yeah. That ain't us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Gosh. It just, it's amazing. So that's 80 years ago today. So Franklin Roosevelt went on to say this, no matter how long it may take us to overcome this premeditated invasion, the American people and their righteous might will win through to absolute victory. I believe I interpret the will of the Congress and of the people when I assert that we will not only defend ourselves to the utmost, but we will make very certain that this form of treachery shall never endanger us again. To write those speeches. Yeah. And again, you know, I'm sure he didn't necessarily write all of that. He may have inserted some. Sure. But you've always had writers. Yeah. But just the right thing to say, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then to say a date that will live in infamy. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've just got everybody, you know, back then, everybody's around the radio. And for some reason or another, everybody stared at it. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you stared at the radio. Yeah. You know. So, see, we were set for TV because you're staring at the radio. You know? That's true. But I just, I, I just can't imagine. I can't either. How the world changed, you know, in that one moment. You know, and you think about how many people, you know, were in the military and, and you know, your little Johnny gets, yeah. you know, he, he, he joins up and he's like, well, wow, mom, heading off to Hawaii. Because <laughs> they talk like that then. They did back yeah. then. That's what they talk like. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's all hula girls and coconuts. You know, I mean, that's. Actually, at the time this occurred, we were ill-prepared. As far as having a, a military ready to go, mm. you know, and then you lose the what luck that those uh, aircraft carriers were gone. Yeah, that's because, true. Um, that's true. You know, forgot about that part of it. Yeah, and it, it, you know, I mean, we were not really ready. So you whip your guys into shape. Next thing you know, you've just got, and I'm sure it was just like nine eleven. I'm telling you, nine eleven. And I was too old to, to enter the service, but I would have. Yeah. I, I was that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I know that went through, you know, the same thing, you know, through all this stuff. You go back to the Civil War. Mm-hmm. John Boy's out there. Mm-hmm. He wants to go. You know, it's a revolution. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. So my wife, during 9-11, she worked at the base at Grissom. And security forces. And basically, she was part of the crew that, as a civilian, that um, when you were when you were deployed somewhere, like, they, she would give you your final, oh, you know, okay. whatever. Right. And so, when 9-11 happened, she's like, that morning, the phone just, the phones were going nuts. Of guys, you know, calling up, when do we leave? Where do you want me? When do we go? You know? Yeah. They were ready to go, man. Because I'm telling you, when they were just watching that go down, I, it's just pure anger. Yeah. You know, and disbelief. Mm-hmm. You and I, you know, we we were on the radio that day. Yeah. First report in on the news that morning was a plane that had hit the World Trade Center. Yeah. I'm thinking, gee, that's weird, but I'm I'm thinking it's For a sure. small aircraft. Right. Or maybe, you yeah. know, the, the weather here was beautiful. Yeah. And you think maybe it's foggy and yeah. whatever, and that plane got off course and... And then the next news, there's another one. Yeah. And then there's another plane down in Penn. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, geez. And the now, whole thing just yeah. started getting worse and worse. And uh, it certainly did. So there we go.
Now, when we come back, Matthew, I know you're a, a rich fella because you you got two gigs. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. You've invested your money wisely. Okay. In Bitcoin. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, annual holiday tipping guide. Oh, perfect. Who you should be tipping at the holidays. All right. And we'll get to that when we come back. We've got news next with Karen. This is Tidbits. We're back on Tidbits. The seventh day of December. And uh, the annual holiday tipping guide. Okay. People get tipped that you never dream you should be tipping. Okay, it's like, these folks have more money to tip than I do, I'll tell you that, Matt. Okay. First on the list. Yes. Broadcasters. Oh. It says you listen to these friendly Joes every day. They start your day with a smile? (laughs) A kind word? We we highly recommend that you send them a check. (laughs) Folks, I'm kidding. It starts off saying holiday tipping is going to be extra crucial this year due to the pandemic etiquette expert lizzie post (laughs) co-president of the emily post institute in burlington says there are so many varied relationships that we have or our budgets might not be able to accommodate that our hearts would like Mm. okay if you can afford to give only a few dollars a small gift or a homemade item may be better expressing your appreciation Post remembers her parents making cookies and making candy for their mail carriers, garbage collectors, and newspaper delivery folks. Of course, not everyone is good in the kitchen or welcomes homemade goodies. Or should you accept them in today's society? Maybe Grant, you could make someone some macaroni art. Macaroni art? That'd be beautiful. Right. You could spell out, you know, Merry Christmas. Thank you for bringing my mail and macaroni art. Thank you for not dumping my mail. (laughs) (laughs) On a paper plate. (laughs) All right. Here it says, match the tip to the relationship. Okay. The amount you give can reflect the equality and frequency of your interactions. Mm -hmm. Number one, occasionally I'll see my mail carrier on my porch. I have never talked to my mail carrier. Ever. I'm, yeah. Have you? No. He's always on the phone. <laughs> like, he comes on the porch. <laughs> you can hear him. Yeah, man, I tell you, it was nuts. Like, you know, we were we were going. To, yeah, I know, right? And you hear him put the mail in. Okay. Yeah, so it was great. We were just, you know, he's always on the phone. Okay. <laughs> Here's a... Uh, a tip uh, roughly e- equal to the cost of a single visit might be appropriate for a babysitter. Okay. Housekeepers, dog walkers. Okay, and, hold on. Okay. A tip roughly equal to the cost All of right. a single visit. So let's say you pay your babysitter 20 bucks to watch kids. Of course, anymore. Yeah. It's like you watch TV and they got the website where you hire babysitters. So it's like 15 bucks an hour. <laughs> Who can afford that? Well, yeah. All right. So I'm just going with the old old days. Okay. <laughs> Flat rate, 20 bucks. Yeah. 
I could be gone for an hour. I could be gone for six. There you 20 go. bucks. It's 20 bucks. Housekeepers. Dog so walk. are you supposed to, okay. So are you supposed to tip 20 bucks? Is that what this if is saying? If that's what the kid gets when they babysit, it says roughly equal to the cost of a single visit. Okay. So so if your housekeeper charges you 50 bucks a visit, you, you, tip you 50 should tip bucks? 50 right. according to this. Jeez. All right. Now, I don't know how many dog walkers we have in this neck of the woods, but groomers. Yeah. Dog groomers. Yeah. Personal trainers. Mm. I know we all have those. I got to tip mine then. Pool cleaners. We all have those. <laughs> Snow shovelers, mine's in the big house. Tip your tip your your pool boy. I'll have I'll have no snow shoveler this season. Hairstylist or what, what bar he's in the big house. No. Really? I'm not gonna get into it. Okay. Okay. It's, it's just, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. All right. <laughs> not gonna get into Hairstylist. Hairstylists or barbers. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Now I've not seen a stylist or a barber for many years. Right. So I don't have to worry about that tip. We take we take Cooper to a hairstylist. Yeah. Now he gets like designs and stuff, right? He no, gets the neato haircut. He doesn't get designs. No, he gets the neato kind of haircut though. The hip kid haircut, <laughs> as I call him. Okay. <laughs> he's got the hip kid cut. He he gets a you know, I mean he's a hip kid cut. Sure. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with hip kid cut, sure. <laughs> Massage therapist, I know I've got them. Facialists and manicurists. Mm. All right, those. Have all... you ever had a manicure? No, I don't like people touching my. You know, I don't even like doing it. When I tried to nail file one time, thirty-five years ago, I tried to nail file something. Thirty-five years. Heck with that! I'll chew them. <laughs> it was. 1971. It, it was fell. it was a gray Wednesday, and I thought I'll try this file. Groovy man. All right, so. The Eagles were playing softly in the background. All right, now here's more, Matt. All right, CreditCards.com survey revealed just how much others are giving this season. Okay, and again, folks, these these people are going to make us all look bad. Here right. we go. It says landscapers are tipped an average of $30, while teachers. Now, I never dreamed of tipping a teacher. Isn't that bribery? <laughs> you, know, it's like, you know, Johnny could use a little more oomph in that English grade. That's right. Here's a- <laughs> Buy yourself something nice, teach. <laughs> says they should get 25 bucks. Now, when the kids were in elementary, we would buy something okay. for, you know, for Christmas. So you weren't giving them cash. We give them cash. Yeah, right. Trash collectors and mail carriers. Now, how do you ever get your trash collector? They're gone. They're going when I'm at work. I never see those guys. You leave a... Nowhere. On, on top Stra- of... Strapped inside the can. <laughs> <laughs> We've left one for our, our, our guy. We actually got to know, and he, okay. he was, he's now a different okay. city. But, All right. yeah, we, we would leave him, like, um, like on top of the, of the lid, okay. like a little thing. All right. It says trash collectors and mail carriers are tipped an average of 20 bucks, but only 19% of the adults plan to tip their waste management worker. <laughs> like I said, I'll never see mine. They're out when I'm working. I'll run them down. Hey. Hey. <laughs> A little something here for you. Yard and garden workers. 
20 to 50. Trash recycling collectors, 10 to 30. Handyman, 15 to 40. Package deliverer, 20 bucks. If allowed, check with the company. <laughs> U.S. Postal Service mail carriers, small gift only, no cash. Can I tell you about, <laughs> can I tell you, what, uh, okay, so I, I saw package deliverer. Okay. And this this was our saga this week. We okay. ordered this, we ordered a thing, and we were waiting on it to arrive, okay. right? And we didn't know this, but it needed a signature. Okay. All right. Well, they kept coming when we weren't there, like, like at, you know, noon yeah. or 1230. Like, we're not home at noon, you know? It's like, what are you doing? So they came, they came once we missed them. They came another time we missed them. And at some point they left a sticker yeah, like on the door, but kind of high. So we missed it. Now how high is your door? Okay. It was above eye level for me. But you still, wasn't it colored or something that you, it didn't stand well, okay, out. Okay, so you? normally, normally when they leave a sticker, it's okay. it's on the storm door, okay. but on the window. Okay. So when you open the the regular door, it's just right there. You okay. see it. This one, you know, you had to like go out on the porch, come back, and it's you know it was okay. Anyway, not obvious, right? All right. So this past Saturday, I stayed home all day, okay, waiting on this. You're gonna get this. Oh, well, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. <laughs> and I kid you not. I'm I'm not making this up. <laughs> the delivery truck pulls up to our house. Okay, like pulls in the in the. You're ready. Yes, okay. I, actually, I, I was sitting <laughs> in in near silence in my home, listening for traffic. <laughs> and I hear I was like, "Oh crap, that's it!" So, so I get up, put some pants on, and okay. I go. <laughs> You're supposed to go to the door without britches, okay? You can make a scene. <laughs> Put some pants on. But then I, I, I stood at the door and and watched. And the guy at this point had moved back into his truck. No. No. Okay, so he's in the back. And I went out, actually went out on the porch. Okay. And I could hear him rummaging around. Okay, all right. I could hear, you know, like boxes being moved. Now, at the same time, I was making some cookies okay. for a thing we had coming up. So I was making – cookies started going off. So I ran inside, looked at the cookies, needed a couple more minutes, put them back in the oven, went back on the porch. The guy's still in the back. All right, okay. I can hear him rummaging around. All right. All right, and I'm waiting, 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 waiting. <laughs> I hear the the, uh, dee dee of the of the oven. I got to go back in, check on the cookies. <laughs> Another couple minutes, put them back in. Go back on the porch. This time he's in the driver's seat. No. And I'm watching, 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 puts it in gear and drives away. No. Yeah. So he never delivered anything. Never delivered anything. To any other house or nothing? Not that I saw. Okay. Now, he went down the next block, got out, and took something to another house. So now what do you got to do? Well, okay, so then we, you know, they, they deliver on Sundays. Okay. And, of course, we miss that one because... We have stuff going on Sundays, you know, because we're at church and all that stuff. So we missed that delivery. And so yesterday, yesterday, finally, finally, my wife made contact. We actually had her mom at our house waiting. Like we had a, we had to like hire her to come and stay at our house to get this. 
Oh, my. So finally, he got there. Lindsay <laughs> met him on the front porch. So you signed it. Signed and, it. And got, got it. it. It's now. It's in one piece. <laughs> That's our next step is to okay. open it up and, and right. make sure it's it's a okay. So that's been our our saga this week with our delivery. That's pretty sad, especially your Saturday. (laughs) Oh, man. So, okay, so my question is, they they, they look at it, and it says, requires signature, and it's, "Ah." yeah, they're not home. (laughs) I don't know, but. Because occasionally, we'll not get stuff delivered, and it's always like, because that that was the weird part was we got a notification that it wasn't it wasn't delivered because the business was closed. Like what do you what no no come on man. Now when you finally caught up to him, he yeah. should have got twenty bucks. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> for his tip. Right. So there you go. <laughs> there you go, folks. Some tipping uh, technology. I don't. I don't know. I just don't socialize or I'm around people to tip. Heck, we don't even buy each other gifts. No, we don't. <laughs> you know, so it's <laughs> your newspaper delivered ten to thirty bucks. We got a lot of doormen around here. Okay, You're supposed to tip then fifteen to eighty bucks to eighty. Eighty. <laughs> yeah, those guys make some pretty good dough. Yeah. Now they're, I'm sure they're fading out, but they're still right. probably used a lot in large cities and the ritzy right. joints where you're getting tipped heavy anyway. So imagine being a doorman and making like 180 grand a year. <laughs> but in a city like, like a New York or Chicago yeah. or whatever, how far will that get you? Like, what would that be equivalent to? You'd be able to live okay on that, wouldn't you? I'm not sure, man. Sounds okay to me. I, I know it does, but I'm, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, geez. Look at the time. We got to go. It's seven minutes away from the top of the hour, Matthew. We <laughs> must get going. We got to go. I'll see you. I'll see you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.